Check, check, check. Mikey, Mike, check. One, two, three. This is We Get It with Polly Sebelia and Brent Axe. You know, it was uh, top in the charts this week in 1986, Polly. Uh, Papa Don't Preach by Madonna. Very good, actually. That's the answer. I'm... True Blue, Madonna's album, started a five-week run at the top. Yes, and uh, the next year... 87, I believe she was the number one song. That's right. So. This was Madonna's time. Man. Yeah. Mid-80s, baby. She's going to come up later during uh, we Googled stuff, by the way. Okay. So, but quick mic check question to start off the podcast. Better song, Cherish or Papa Don't Preach? Papa Don't Preach. I think Cherish is very underrated, I have to say. Any song about abortion? Yeah, that kind of, it's kind of a downer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at least Cherish is about love and Madonna's dancing merrily on the beach. I remember that video too. I remember it was like one of the first videos. I was kind of like, "Oh, girls are attractive." Who was uh who was the actor in the Papa Don't Preach video? Oh, Danny Aiello. Yeah, Danny yeah. Aiello was the dad. That's right. Helped ease the burden of the heavy subject. <laughs> Danny Aiello, if Danny Aiello is okay with. Is that Danny Aiello? What is she singing about? <laughs> <laughs> back took a couple of weeks off we've returned to this dopey podcast so i thought that's where we should start what what did you do on on your summer vacation besides get a haircut which we're going to talk about i went to um enchanted forest water safari oh camped out did the camping uh, i'm skeeved out by those places i can't go and not not really camped we cottaged we uh not quite glamping, but no, it was glamping. We had our own bathroom and our own your own bed- bathroom. Yeah, two bedrooms, own bathroom. Yeah, that's glamping. You're not camping. Fire pit. The, the be- definition of camping is if you have to go to the bathroom either in an outhouse, outside, or a shared bathroom at a campground. Well, that's that was camping. rule number one that was laid down for me. We are not using a shared bathroom, so ah. get a cottage. So Paulie's annual venture off into the woods by himself adventure is not happening this year? Not, now, yeah. now you've got a yeah. lady friend? Is I that think what it's been me? put on hold for a while. Yeah, if this works out, I'm probably not going to get my sleeping on the the dirt and in a lean-to anymore. I'm going to be in cottages with showers. Paulie's moving own, up in the world. We had our own shower. That's not Stove. Good. Yeah. Fridge. Come on, dude. Stop it. No, I know. I This know. is this is what this is funny though because th- these are people that really think they're camping when they do this. First of all, Old Forge and Channel Water Safari. Technically you're in the Adirondacks. Like mm-hmm. you pass the sign that says yeah. welcome to the Adirondacks, but I love people that say, "We went to the Adirondacks this weekend." "Oh, really? Where'd you go?" "Old Forge." That's not the Adirondacks. It's a it's a it's a tourist trap. You want to go to the Adirondacks? You got to go up, man. You got to drive at least two, three hours up into the fucking woods to be in the Adirondacks. Enchanted Forest is fun. I get skeeved out by it. I can't do it. I like the water slides, I don't, I don't like bro. water parks. I know there's a lot of chemicals in the water and everything, but I just, I can't do it. I like them. I love the water slides. Did them oh, all. He's a water slide guy. Did them all. Are you tall enough to ride those rides? Barely, but yeah. You, you make it. Snuck in with a girlfriend's daughter. Taller than the little troll that you have to be taller than. You and her, like, we got to make it, we got to make it, we got to make it. We made it! Woohoo! What'd you do? Besides, Uh, you've had 15 vacations. I know. I was going to say, which vacation? Uh, This latest one, so I went to Hootie and Bare Naked Ladies, 
uh, last Friday. Great show. And I got to say, Paulie, opening act better than the headliner. Bare Naked Ladies were awesome. They were awesome. I couldn't believe it. I was wondering how they'd be without Stephen Page. They were fun. There was a lot of songs that kind of, oh, yeah, like they sang that. And they covered a lot of stuff at the end that was fun. I mean, Hootie was great. Don't get me wrong. It was great to see Hootie again. I just wasn't a huge fan of their of their set list. Bare Naked Ladies. Didn't one of them get busted with weed? And yeah, Stephen Page. That's what I'm talking about. He's out of the band now. So I was wondering how they would be without him. They were better without him. Screw you, Stephen Page. Is he the lead singer? I think he was one of, like, he sang on some songs, played on others, but he was like the most famous face in the band. So they were amazing. Uh, the other thing I did, two other things I did, I went to the Poconos. So I stayed in one of these old school resorts. It, think Dirty Dancing. Yeah. Okay. One of those old school, you know, stuffy old <laughs> resorts that we actually got a Groupon for. So I, at least I wasn't paying a full price for this joint. And it was fine. But it just kind of, it was interesting to see, like, what these old school places do now. Like, because we had actually been there before. And the last time we went, like, dinner was formal and you had to wear, a, you know, a, shoot, a suit yeah. jacket. The Poconos used to be and, hopping back yeah, in the day. Yeah. I could see, like, back in the 40s yeah. why this place was cool. But now it's everything's relaxed. You can wear what you want. Like, they're starting to get the sense, like, we got to do what we can to appeal to this younger generation to get people to still come here. So that was fun. And the other thing I did was... And I wanted to ask you about this. So we're remodeling my kitchen right now, which I don't know how to fix anything. My One of my biggest regrets in life is I never learned how to use tools. I never used how to fix anything. My father just wasn't like that. He didn't work on cars. He never fixed anything. So now that I'm 40 years old and every time something breaks, I have to call somebody and they overcharge me for it. I really wish I learned how to use tools. Now, that being said, I discovered I am awesome at demolition. If you need me to rip shit out of your house, cabinets, whatever the case may be, rip up the floors, I'm in. Sledgehammer, crowbar, let's go. See, you weren't of the generation where you had to take wood shop and you had to take auto shop. Like, we had to take those. I had elected. to take wood shop. And I, I, you know, I got an A. Did you have to take auto shop? No, I did not have to take auto shop. See, wood shop, when I was in it, entailed you had to build the frame of a wall of a house, run the electrical in it. So you had to know how to do that. I wish I knew how to do that. And you had to change the brakes on a car. And wish I knew how to do that. So that's like permanently embedded in my stupid dome. So you could do that. Yeah. Can you, you change to, the oil in your own car? Yes. Now, maybe not. Like, I don't... See, I haven't now with it. the... It, like, yeah. if my old Jeep, I could do in a second. With the newer cars, everything's I don't like, computerized. Yeah, I don't like screwing around with no. anything inside there. So that's what I did on my summer vacation. Emptied my bank account. It's now in oh my Oh, my God. You yeah. have no freaking idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's been one week since you looked at me. Got your hand on the side and said I'm angry. Now, Paulie has a new lady friend, and I complimented Paulie in a non-sexual way that your hair looks good. Like, Paulie <laughs> used to just stroll in here. He's got his San Diego Padres hat on. Looks like he hasn't shaved in about, you know, three weeks. Just rolled out of bed, but now he's combing his hair. It's styled. It's a little gel in there, I think. And that, of course, was a little advice from your lady. Friend, yeah, she right? said, your hair's got to change. But this was good advice. Yes. You look good. Like, Thank I, you. I would date you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. Now there's two people. Yes. Two people in the world. Something else happened now that I got to 
think about it. You talked about set lists. I went to yeah. see Billy Idol and Brian Adams. Yes. And I only went to see Billy Idol. But there's been this inside joke floating around the office. Right. Yeah. That Tommy, one of our producers, <laughs> said that Brian Adams was a one-hit wonder. Which is complete bullshit. Of course it He's is. a hit machine. Yeah. But so I left my Twitter open yesterday, <laughs> and somebody tweeted it as if I had said Brian Adams was a one-hit wonder, and I don't think I've ever caught that much heat on Twitter before. So who did it? Seth did it. Now, I witnessed it. Seth discovered. He lied right to my face and said he didn't do it. Oh, he absolutely 100% did it. And I like that you're, you're a bro. You now, just he, completely threw him under the bus. Well, yeah, because here's the thing. I have to be a bro in this case, because... If he didn't do it, I would have. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't think I would have said Brian Adams is a one-hit wonder. It was actually a rare good idea from Seth yes. in that case. So, Paulie does this a lot. He leaves his computer in the office, and he always has Facebook or something open. So, there's been multiple messages that have come from your social media. Brian Adams being a one-hit wonder coming from you. Yeah. I just love the fact that you caught so much shit for that. Like Mike Waters was on me. Yes. If Mike Mark, Waters is on you. Mark Johnson from Colorado tweeted at me, why I've are you- I've seen men fly! Former at voice me, of the orange. Tweeted at me, why are you like this? <laughs> <laughs> Which can be said about a lot of things. Yeah. Now, here's that made me think of something, because you would know the answer to this. Who is- Brian Adams is a horrible example of this, but it made me think about who is an artist- that people think is a one-hit wonder, but is not. I actually had a few hits. We were doing this the other day. Uh, like, Millie Vanilli actually had a few hits. Yeah. The Knack. Yep. Uh, gets it a lot. What's the other hit? Uh, Good Girls Don't. There you go. Uh, who else? Adam Ant had uh, Goody Two Shoes. The Bangles had a few good songs. Oh, the Bangles. The Bungles aren't even yeah. close to a one-hit wonder. Yeah. Bananarama. Bananarama had Cruel Summer and Venus. Yep. Uh, yeah, there's there's, there's a quite a few that you're like, oh, they had more than one song. Mm-hmm. There you go. Not like Brian Adams, in Tommy's defense, he's young. And he's probably only knows Summer of 69. Right. But for me, like people I haven't even talked to in years are like, dude, <laughs> dude, what is happening? A girl wrote, I adore you, but this is the stupidest thing you've ever said. <laughs> I think we're gonna have to retire these messages on your social media account because it's not gonna get better than this. Like I was I texted you guys last night and I don't even know if it's PC to say this anymore, but the old go to is like, I'm gay. Right. Yeah. I say would rather like that. have you say that I'm gay. This was much better. Then make me look stupid. I would have just made some joke about Hillary Clinton or something. This was much better. Yeah. Oh, got me slaughtered. I mean, Mike Waters did a three-tweet response. He took to some it. time on this. Yeah, he was he was upset. He was shaken by my stupidity. Now it cuts like a knife. But it feels so right. Speaking of Mike Waters, makes me think about Syracuse basketball a little bit. They went to Italy. This is a great opportunity for this team because there's only one returning starter, Elijah Hughes. There's a lot of talent coming in, but they all kind of have to mesh together. Now, they were playing a bunch of guys that I don't even think could play for, like, OCC in Italy, so keep well, that into account. There's a story on your website, Syracuse.com, today of Beheim saying they were all basically Lemoyne players. Pretty much. 
Yeah. He basically shit all over the trip. Beheim's going to shit on anything. Like they they could have played the dream team and he'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, we got a long way to go." But this was a perfect thing for this team to get together because it's not just the games, it's the practice. They had 2 weeks of practice leading into it. They got to jump on the season because they need all the time they can get. And Paulie, what I liked and again, you can't take too much from these things. But what I liked is the pace they had to play at because it was a 24-second shot clock. Can we get back to the days? I know we're not going to go back to the days of Billy Owens and Pearl Washington and that type of basketball, but the last few years, Syracuse has been a team that's used the shot clock, a lot of slow possessions, and you have to cater to the talent that you have. But can we play basketball again? Can we see these guys run up and down the floor? They had to in Italy, and it was so damn refreshing to see that kind of basketball. I see, and I might catch heat from this from or get fired for it. <laughs> I uh, I agree with you 100%. Syracuse basketball has not been aesthetically pleasing, and I don't buy the excuse that the teams they've had the past few years were not athletic enough. They could run if they really pushed it. Yeah. I agree. You can't tell. O'Shea Brissett and Tyus Battle are probably two of the best athletes they've had in a long time, and they it was horrible to watch at points. And hopefully... We got some guys, and, and now they're catered to more of a what the current NBA is, where there's a lot of shooters on this yes. team now. So that, to be fair, you need that. You need a lot of guys that can shoot from the outside. You need at least two players that are a threat to penetrate inside. Syracuse really only had one in Tyus Battle. Frank Howard lost his confidence to do that last year. Oh, she so could get to the rim. He just he, couldn't. He finish. just couldn't finish at yeah. the rim. Exactly. So now Jalen Carey looks to be improved. They've got a couple of guys that are willing to take it inside and kick it out for the open guy. I mean, you got Buddy Beheim, you got Joe Girard the third, you got Bryson Goodine, Elijah Hughes can certainly hit the three, but he's another guy that I think you're going to see really take it inside more. This could be a fun team this year. Don't take too much from the Italy trip. I'll agree with Beheim in that sense, but can we please bring that pace of play back to the States? There is something I will take from this trip. Barama Sidibe played very well. Like He can get up and down the court. That's his thing, rebounding. They need a rebound machine, and he can be it for this team. He scored 18 against Pitt in his freshman year. Don't forget that. He has his moments. Hopefully he can uh, duplicate that a couple times in a season. Yes, sir. Yes! No! No, 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 no. All right, Paulie, I Googled stuff. We didn't yes or no yet. You jump in the Oh, damn it. Learn your... Yes or no, Brent? Yes, Paulie. Antonio Brown is worth the headache. Yes, he is. He's one of the best wide receivers in football. And if you're going to have these kind of headaches, have him in the preseason. The guy, like, freezer burned his feet in a cryotherapy chamber, which is just hilarious, honestly. And now he's upset about his helmet. What I find so funny about this is Drew Rosenhaus's agent did like 14 interviews earlier this week and said it's about safety. Well, no, the NFL is telling you your helmet is not safe yeah. anymore. So don't tell me it's yeah. about Antonio safety. Antonio Brown said he can't see out of the exactly. new ones. That, it's not about safety. This is ridiculous. You've had the entire offseason to figure this out. There's got to be one helmet that he, you can use. He doesn't want to do camp. It's 100% he doesn't want to do camp. That's what it and is. As a Steelers fan, I say good fucking riddance to them. See, you're the guy to answer this question. Because it got to the point there where it wasn't worth it anymore, it's right? It's not fun. It's, it was every year. It's Yeah, he catches everything, but Christ. There was about a five-minute period there 
it, that you may recall that he was traded to the Bills. Yeah. And then they reneged on that. And that's exactly what I was thinking. Like, is it going to be worth all the drama having this guy on my team? And, and the answer for me as a Bills fan was a yes, because they don't have a talent like that at wide receiver. The Oakland Raiders, time's nice with the hard knocks cameras too, doesn't it? Yeah, and the Steelers didn't win anything with him and Le'Veon Bell. You know? Something to keep in mind. They you, won with Ben. You know who should keep that in mind? The Dallas Cowboys. Do you pay Dak? Do you pay Zeke Elliott? And do you pay Amari Cooper what they all are going to want to be paid? You look good on paper. Doesn't mean anything if you're sitting home in January. By the way, props to Jerry Jones the other day for saying Zeke who. And Zeke responds with, that's disrespectful. Oh, it's not disrespectful to hold out in camp with two years remaining on your contract. But Jerry Jones cracks a dad joke, and that's disrespectful. Daniel Jones will be the starting quarterback for the New York Giants at the end of the season. Oh, yes, Paulie. He will be. And if I can figure out a way to wager on this, because our friends at the Turning Stone and other casinos in New York State, sports betting is now legal and up and running. If I can figure out a way to, to wager on that, I will. Daniel Jones will be the starting quarterback for the New York Giants by week six. Mark Here, it down. Daniel Jones will be a serviceable starting quarterback in the NFL. Now, I don't know about that, okay? But when you're being compared to Eli Manning, and Eli Manning is just about to be put out to pasture as an NFL quarterback, any quarterback that's got a live arm and can run out of the pocket is going to look like John Elway compared to him. So he's got an opportunity. What he doesn't have is a good offensive line and some receivers to throw to. Saquon Barkley is going to be 80% of that offense this year. And finally, Brent, yes or no, you are buying the new Disney streaming for all of the oh, Star Wars I content. I am so in. I am so in on that. Now, I want to see what the cancellation policy is because I want to drop in when the Star Wars content is on, and I want to drop out when I don't have any Star Wars content. Now, you can always get the movies, right? But the Mandalorian premieres in, I think, November. I'm in on that. There's a Obi-Wan Kenobi show with Ewan McGregor. There is a Rogue One prequel. Like, this is good strategy on their part because I'm always seemingly going to need this. And you got that, not to do a commercial for him, but you got that Hulu and ESPN Plus for like 13 bucks a month. I'm in. Let's uh, go. Also, while we're on it, there's rumors floating around that the Millennium Falcon will be destroyed. In the new movie? In the new movie. Would, you, would that end your love of the, the series if they destroy no, it? No. I'm not one of these people that's afraid to see things like that go. I will shed a tear when you and I go on our mandate at the premiere of The Rise of Skywalker. If it's done in a way like at the end of Independence Day, <laughs> like that would be kind of cool. But I mean, look, Han Solo's dead. Yeah. Chewbacca, they probably won't kill off, but... If See, it, I think it they'll needs, do it right. Yeah, JJ is going to do this right. I think it's going to be Lando flying off into the sunset or one of the four sunsets uh, at the end like of the Millennium. But I like that idea. He gets his ship back. Now, I have done, I'm going to pat myself on the back here. I have avoided all, I, there was a lot of Star Wars sites that I followed that I would inevitably get spoilers. I unfollowed all of them. I don't read anything. I like, did the I'm same going thing. in blind. I'm going in blind to this one. I did the same thing, but it showed up on my Facebook page. Some guy goes, I just heard a rumor that. <sighs> you can't avoid it. And those. then I had to Google it. By the way, I think you and I have discussed this, but briefly, I think the rise of Skywalker, Skywalker is essentially the new Jedi. 
Like that's going to be the new force for good, if you will, because Disney Plus needs content, Pauly. They got to keep it going. Or Luke's not dead. Well, Jedi's are never truly dead, right? Yeah. Or raise a Skywalker. I don't think it's that simple. We could go on forever here. We better. Stop. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Doc. Uh, are you telling me that you built a time machine? Out of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? All right, Paulie, I Googled stuff. You ready for this? Huge day. August 20th, 1989. Two significant things happened in the childhood of Brent Axe. You ready? Okay, wait, wait, what's the date? August 20th, 1989. What happened August? I was a Jew, I was a senior in high school. Okay. So what happened? Saved by the Bell debuted. Okay. I was the same age as the kids. I think you Saved yeah. by the Bell. Yeah. Or maybe a little bit older because yeah. they started, you know, yeah. they were in high school for like eight years. Yeah. So <laughs> at some point you were the same age as them. Now, I never watched Saved by the Bell when it was on Saturday morning. Me, I, I fall into the category of a lot of people that caught it in the reruns. Wasn't it called the, like, something of Miss Something? It was Mrs. Like, Something's class yeah, for a while, yeah. and they rebooted it and started the whole thing again. But I think I fall in the category of a lot of people. I would come home from school, mm-hmm. and it would be on TBS every day at the same time. And the thing is, like, you you know how people binge watch series now? Yeah. Wasn't it hard to binge to Saved by the Bell? They only made like 60 of them, but they just kept repeating them over and over again. Saved by the Bell in Friends because of the hotness of the girls you could watch with the volume oh, of. So, which girl were you? Lisa Tuttle. You were a Lisa Turtle guy? Yeah, what her turtle. Uh, I was a Jesse Spano guy all the way. And then my dreams came true when Jesse yeah. Spano made striptease. No, Lisa Turtle is a raving lunatic, I think. Yes. Kelly Kapowski actually turned out to be one of the more sane ones of, of the group. So the other thing that happened on that day, the Sega Genesis debuted, which surprised me. I didn't think that fell into the 80s, but it did. Yeah, it did. And uh, I remember getting Talking Baseball. Talking Baseball. Yeah. And For the was, Genesis? You're out. Yeah, like it was just, it was so weird. The voice was, the announcers were like, he dropped it. You know, it was Revolutionary. Just, yeah. And you had Joe Montana Football on that, I believe. It was, uh, Sega Genesis was fun. Sonic the Hedgehog, Echo the Dolphin. Echo the Dolphin, wow. Echo the Dolphin reference. There was a and lot then, of good games But it games was like the that. fighting games that really brought it into like Mortal Kombat and, am I getting the, the right system? No. I thought Mortal Kombat was on Sega Yeah, Genesis. it was, maybe. All what right. was like, What was it Sonic? Like, what was the big? Sonic. Yeah. Sonic that was, was the, the one that came game. with it. I remember randomly, like, a Buster Douglas boxing came out after he beat Mike Tyson. It was famous for, like, four months. It was also uh, in 1992, Paulie, this week, Larry Bird retired from the NBA. 13 years. Hall of Famer. One of the greatest. Not only was Larry Bird one of the greatest players of all time. Exactly. The best shit talker ever. I have gotten into YouTube vortexes where I could watch people, like, Barkley and John Sally and all them telling Larry Bird talking shit to them stories like, hey, I'm going to go over here, take three dribbles and shoot from this spot after this timeout. He would tell him exactly would, what was going And he would come and he would do it and hit it right in their face. I don't know the exact story, but he walked into halftime during the NBA three-point shooting contest and said something like, oh, here's everybody who's going to lose to me. He just, and he could back it up. Man. Mm-hmm. And for all the talk about athletes today and what they say and what they do, 
old guys like Paulie and I are like, are, do you know the shit that Michael Jordan mm-hmm. and Larry Bird and Barkley and those guys used to say? Go read the Jordan rules. Okay, Michael Jordan was a ruthless asshole. If that stuff happened today, he'd be a pariah. Paulie, uh, celebrity marriages, I thought you'd be into. You ready? Uh, wait, wait, what? Yes. Like you thought I would be into yes, celebrity marriages? Yes, y- y- you'll be into this. It was this week in 1983 that Paul Simon married... I don't know. Carrie Fisher. Oh. Now, when did Paul Simon and Carrie Fisher divorce? Three weeks later. Close. 1984. All right. They were married for a year. We brought her up earlier. It was this week. It's Madonna's time, man. Madonna and Sean Penn married this week, 1985. Not a good relationship. They lasted a little longer, though. When did they get divorced? 87. 89. Okay. So four years. All right, Polly. Random TV listings from this week. 1992. This week on Seinfeld, Kramer is arrested for murder. <laughs> that sounds pretty dark. Yeah. It's more like a Law and Order episode. I was also- uh, That's uh, it? That's it. Okay. TV guide that listing. sucked me in. I'm, yep. I'm watching that I'm one. I'm watching that one. I think you'll watch this one, too. Uh, this week on the Jetsons, Judy helps Jane select an outfit for the evening using the automatic dress selector. Isn't that every episode? Pretty much. What What year was that? Good question. I didn't see well, it. Because when were the Jetsons like a 60s. prime time? Holy crap. Yeah. People were really excited. Oh, that was that. riveting. All right, you ready you for I know. I, I didn't say they were good. I'm just like, these are the ones I found <laughs> this week. All right, you ready for your $5 bet? Yeah. All right. Not I tried, looking. I tried to make this a little easier for you. These are the top four movies this week, 1989. If you get one of these movies correct... $5 will be yours. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Incorrect. Fudge. I'm going to tempt Paulie. City Heat. City Heat? Never even heard of that movie. Heat of the Night. One of those. The Heat of the Night was a Tom Bosley. Remember, key. these are movies. Yeah. Uh, uh, that, that by the uh, Beverly Hills Cop 2. Incorrect, Paulie. I'm going to give you one more guess. Just because I'm taking pity on you and your new haircut. Ghostbusters 2. Nope. Okay, I'm out. I even pulled out two extra dollars by accident from my wallet that would have been yours. You got Ready? These are the top four movies. Oh, at fuck. The- <laughs> I knew Uncle Buck. God damn it. I knew Uncle Buck. That's why God I did it. it. That's why I did it. Do you know why this I knew This was a it? layup for you. Do you know why I knew it was Uncle Buck? Because I had to pick a movie. I do a movie song of the night on my 80s show. And holy shit, wasn't bust a move in Uncle Buck. And I knew it, and I wrote it down yep. for this week's show. Yep. God damn it. So the top four movies, I'll go in top to bottom order because you brought it up. Number one movie this week, Uncle Buck. Mm-hmm. Number two is Parenthood. Great movie. Number three, The Abyss. And number four, a movie that I didn't remember until I saw this list. Do you remember Casualties of War? No. Sean Penn, Michael J. Fox. That's a lot of Sean Penn references. Yeah. You know what's a good Michael J. Fox war movie? Glory. Yes. With Denzel Washington. Great movie. Love it. Great movie. Anything else you got to add to this? I think that's all I got, Paul. All right, later, dude. Oh, wait, we forgot to mention, uh, you now have glasses. That makes me very happy, because the only reason you got glasses was the doctor told you (laughs) you're old. Yeah, I, I haven't had an eye exam since high school, but I had to get my license renewed, and I did the old, uh, 
cover on this eye. And when I was doing my left eye, everything was moving and blurry. And I'm like, holy shit. You're old. And yeah. Congratulations. And I go, what happened to my eyes? She goes, you're 47. That was the doctor's, like, you're 47, dude. You just got to come to grips with your body's done. I should stop laughing at you because this is going to be me in a couple of years. But for now, I will enjoy my youth.